You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Nick, game five. Give me some keys here. What do the Celtics need to do to avoid stretching the series even to a game six? How do they wrap this thing up? They have to wrap it up in game. I don't want it to go that's to a, game that's six. A that's a major key. One. That's a major key. I, you got to duplicate games one, two, really one and really one. Yeah. Because two and three were extremely, extremely tight. You can't allow these big deficits. The Celtics have to, shall I say it? I've said it. Every keys of the game. Rebound. Rebound, Al Horford. Al yeah. Horford. Uh, in game four, he was, as a matter of fact, he mentioned it too. The question was asked to him, how were you kind of uh, levelized? Mm-hmm. And, and, and he said, that's a great question. I'm going to have to go back and look at the tape and find that out. Yeah. We both know got him out of it things go well when Al Horford touches the ball. And then I think there's also the Jalen Brown factor. Mm. Game four, five fouls, that kind of eliminated him, or at least tempered his, his aggressiveness. Game three, even though the Celtics pulled that off, Marcus Smart fouled out. So the Celtics really have to play in control. I'm not blaming the officials. I'm just saying they have to play in control so that way they are. And Brad Stevens has to manage that a little better, too, I think, in regards to taking players out when they are in foul trouble. But rebounding, I mean, because you want to limit transition. So rebounding is obviously, you know, the key. Right, and I credit Marcus Smart for what he said. It's like, look, at the end of the day, we just need to take it to him, you know, yeah. and I think that's exactly what the backcourt oh, no needs question. to do. I mean, Terry Rozier, he's, he's got his hands full a bit with McConnell on mm-hmm. him. He did a really good job staying in front of him, and I think because of the home crowd, home Terry Rozier, we'll see him respond differently after Game 5. That's a good or point. before Game up. 5. As, as far as one of the keys, coming out very, very early and aggressive and getting the crowd very into it, you saw in games one and two how TD Garden rattles mm. the 76ers. Uh, I was pretty impressed in Philadelphia that the Celtics, even in game four, were only 12 points down right. at their, you know, in the fourth quarter. I think it got to nine at one point. So the crowd, even though it was crazy, didn't rattle them all too much. In Boston, you saw that crowd rattle the young Sixers. Celtics need to come out strong, build a big lead, and, and let the crowd get involved. Mm. That you've covered a lot of elimination games, so have I. That always seems to push any Celtic, any rendition of a Celtics roster 
over the edges when that home crowd really hammers right. it to the opponents. And another player who definitely always responds to the home crowd is Marcus Morris. You know? Yeah. He had a pretty good game today. I've been waiting for that, that breakout game this right? series. But, you know, I think when you have him going the way he did in game four, you know, the, the, the three-pointers, you know, 17 points, 18 points, that's the type of, type of performance that you want to have him oh, come. Oh, it was. <laughs> and, and he's fired up because, you know, yeah. someone is bickering at him. I like that. Joel Embiid. So that, that's going to get him going. You talked to him in the locker room after game four. And he specifically mentioned that he is just ready to get to game five. They are sick, fed up, I think the words were, of yeah. the Sixers. Yeah, he's had and it. I like that because Morris is a Philadelphia guy. So now it's like, all right, enough. And his brother was here wearing his jersey, I think. How today. funny was that? There on, in game four. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. So uh, the Celtics, I don't have a prediction. If I do, I'll get killed in the, the comments <laughs> section. Oh, but he I, wants to, he's predicting the Sixers to win. Is that what it but is? I've, yeah, but the sad thing is, I. I'm going to be here in Philadelphia awaiting a potential Game 6, which hopefully doesn't happen. I know if I'm watching that game on TV, in the first five minutes of the game, how the, how the crowd is reacting, how the team's body language is, aggressiveness, is Al Horford touching the ball? Mm. Are they deflecting you know, loose balls and getting those 50-50 balls? Mm, right. They did that in Games 1, 2, and 3, especially when they were coming back from some of those deficits in 2 and 3. They did not do that in Game 4. They have to do it in Game 5. All right, well, we will see. Of course, CLNS Media, we got you covered. I will be back in Boston for Game 5. Nick will either be in Philadelphia for Game 6 or back in Boston for Game 1. So we'll see how uh, things unfold here, of course. Coming at you from Philadelphia, Joseph Pavone here. He is Nick Gelso, CLNS Media. Hey, fellas. Jimmy T here from The Garden Report. And uh, I think we got to talk about something that might be kind of um, hard to admit. Uh, sexual performance issues are way more common than you think. Don't be embarrassed. I'm talking to you, guy under 40 years old. Over 25% of guys under 40 years old have trouble when it really matters, if you know what I mean. And that number jumps to 40% by age 40. So stop apologizing and start turning to medicine and science. And that's where 4 comes in. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat erectile dysfunction. No waiting room. No awkward doctor visits, no lines. Just save hours by going to 4 Answer a few questions, chat with a doctor, and boom, the product gets shipped to your door. Folks, this is hard made easy. Try Hims for a month today for just 5 bucks. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash garden. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash garden. Forhims.com slash garden. So after the Celtics top the 76ers here at TD Garden, the best of seven series, Joel Embiid, of course, took to the advance. podium and talked about how he sees these two battling out for the next decade. I know I like that's it. been the talk wow. throughout this series, but do you two still feel the same way that these two teams are destined to meet each other year after year within the next decade, as Embiid says, or is this going to be more of a short-term thing oh, in terms of the is- next three, four years or so. decade, baby. I mean, sure. look, at, look, long, look, huh? look, at the, look at the guys that make up both these rosters. I mean, right now, anyways, take a look at them. If you look at the main pieces, you've got all young guys. You've got guys who are just scratching the surface of, you know, age 20 here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, if both teams are lucky enough to keep these players for 10 years, absolutely this will be a rivalry for the next decade, maybe decade plus. Embiid, Simmons, yeah. you know, Tatum, Brown, Rozier, these guys, can they keep them is the question. But if so... Certainly in the near future, you're going to have a very heated rivalry. I actually thought we a little bit 
kind of got a little robbed in this series. I, I wanted bit. it to go maybe six or seven. I could have gone the distance, yeah, but you kind of hit the nail on the head. As long as they're able to keep them, because some of these guys are going to be, you know, hitting max level summers coming up over the next decade sure. if we do go that far. Right. So that's key. As long as they can keep them all together, we've got a decade-long rivalry. And, it's going to be a lot of fun. And the thing that makes rivalries so great is the emotion on each yeah. team's side. You saw and plenty of that in this series. Oh, my gosh. Especially I mean, tonight, too. Yeah. You saw guys that, I mean, they're, they're, these games hurt. The Sixers are hurt right now for Embiid and for Simmons. This is their toughest loss of their of their basketball careers. Yeah. So that's going to stick with them. That's going to add fuel to their fire. The Celtics, they got they you know they struck first. You know mm. they got the first one. But if this thing does go a very long time, which we all are in agreement that it will, mm-hmm. don't don't act like it's going to be one sided Celtics this whole way because right. everybody yeah. on both sides of those teams are getting better. Yeah, for sure. It'll be back and forth. And that's that's the best part about it is that they're evenly matched right. and and you know even. When the Celtics were underdogs this year, maybe it'll be the other way around. Maybe next year the Sixers will be the underdogs, and mm. we could see it you know, go the other way. You never know. But these two teams are so evenly matched. It, it's going to be so much fun. Well, I think a question you have to ask yourself is, is there any other team that's going to be in the mix? So the Toronto Raptors somehow get things get together. You know, <laughs> I, I have to mention Not as long Chris. as LeBron's in the them. East. Yeah, All right, well, how about out. this? What if LeBron goes to Philadelphia? Does, you know, what does that do to things? You that's know? a whole other story. That's a whole other story, right? Yeah. I, mean, I actually don't think that's going to happen. But I, I just think if LeBron goes to Philly, he's going to – suffocate Simmons' growth. Everyone thinks, yeah, oh, LeBron's so going to help. LeBron's going to help. It's like, no, he's not. He's actually going to need the ball all the time. And we already know that Simmons can't do anything without the ball. I mean, you just play 10 feet off of him. He's not going to. Well, Simmons going to have to shoot. you got to learn how to LeBron shoot for that be, to work. LeBron yeah. can be a great mentor for Simmons without being on his team. And I, like I just that. don't see that happening. I just don't know yeah. if that makes sense. If I'm a Sixers fan, I'm with, I would not want LeBron there because I, I want to see Simmons continue to grow on his own. And, and that's right. crazy to say because who doesn't want LeBron James on their team? But right. For but LeBron Simmons didn't grow, need anybody. Yeah, like LeBron that. didn't need anybody. He grew just fine. I, I I would rather see Simmons grow on his own, but it would certainly create a whole other dynamic I in mean, this rivalry. If LeBron comes in, Kyrie comes back next year, you've got that in addition to this rivalry. Right. I mean, right. so, see, here's the thing. If LeBron goes to Philly, you just lost a rivalry with Cleveland, though, because right. that's mm-hmm. a rivalry in and of itself. The Eastern Conference Finals is going to be absolutely bananas. And if he leaves Cleveland next year, who knows? If he stays, if he stays in the East, that team kind of becomes a rival now. But if he's yeah. Cleveland is the best case for for the rivalry factor. And, and just to jump back to Philly for a second, you already have villains. Both both fans' perspective is there's villains on the Celtics and there's right. villains on the Sixers. Mm. So that's a huge part of a rivalry. It's guys that you can really hate, right? I mean, that's why everyone. It's the best. You need that. That's why everyone considers the Cavs a rivalry because right. everyone hates LeBron. And that's know, why Embiid loves playing here because everyone, everyone hated him here. Exactly. Embiid yeah. yeah. is that guy. Simmons yeah. is that right. guy. So, yeah. and that's to have that at such a young age. Uh, it's really gonna. It's really just gonna go to the next level over the next few years. Well, we'll have to wait and see. In the meantime, the Celtics will move on, of course, to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Cleveland Cavaliers. While the Philadelphia 76ers Ooh. will head home from Boston straight to Philly, and it is summertime for them. They, they've gone fishing. He's gone fishing. That's man. gonna do it for us here from TD Garden. Joseph Pavone here, CLNS Media. 